Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review our, us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of our podcasts on Experience Points, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We'd be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Keep up to date with all of our shenanigans, streams, and giveaways by following us on Twitter at EQPoints. If you want notifications for when we're streaming our episodes before they're released on the podcast feed, be sure to follow us on twitch.tv slash experience points. Please say hi. We love chatting with all of you. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements. Hello, EQ Pointers. This is Kenny. I want to share a note with you about our audio situation. You may notice some audio hiccups in this episode. We are finalizing a move into a new studio space, and during recording, I didn't push our audio live after our break until near the end of the stream. That's what backup copies are for, right? Kelrick did an amazing job matching the audio lip sync for the YouTube video. If you're listening to the pod version, just imagine our mouths moving properly with the sounds. Thank you for your time, and without further ado, our next episode. Hello everybody and welcome. Um, as you can see, my setup is not glorious as it normally is. With the update for Zoom, I'm still trying to get my head wrapped around that and making sure our video is up and running and beautiful with our lovely cast. So you get this behind the scenes, rough sharing awesomeness that uh, everybody really wants to have on their uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, so uh, while I tweak video, uh, why don't y'all introduce yourselves? Let's uh, start at the bottom of the screen. Steph, how's it going? I'm Steph. I play our Gorin Solarian <laughs> scholar, uh, <laughs> Navu Paleglade. My pronouns are she, her, and Navu's are she, they. Awesome. Thanks, Steph. And Mackenzie, hello. Hi, uh, I'm Mackenzie. I play Dr. Joe Pepper. Uh, I'm an envoy. Uh, oh my gosh. What's my other thing? <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> icon. I'm an icon. I'm iconic. I'm an icon envoy. And me and me and Joe, both of us use she, her pronouns. Awesome. Thanks. And Kelrick. Hello, I'm Kelrick. I have to really work it projecting because I'm sharing a microphone right now. Say that with a little bit more disgust. Sharing. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I play Thrawny Ecos. He is our Witch Warper Ace Pirate. Ace, Ace Pirate? Ace Pirate! Yar. Ace Pilot. <laughs> Shoot. Patra. <laughs> and uh, both he and I use he, him pronouns. I also have my companion, Shimsy. She's my little squawks, and she uses she, her pronouns. And I am your host, DM, 
person. Um, my name is Kenny, and my pronouns are he, they. Um, it is a random day. Pick a day in the week, and that's the day it is. And Tuesday. Tuesday. Is I was a also thinking Tuesday! I was too. I just didn't want to dictate that for y'all. So it is a Tuesday. <laughs> We're all galaxy brain, baby. Absolutely. Connected. Mind-linked. Um, yep, so it is a beautiful Space Tuesday uh, on the GD Hoopty, and have just left Absalom Station on your most recent commission, which is from a small group of Goran saplings. They picked you from Docking Station, the port where um, you all keep the GD Hoopty. Uh, what does that look like? Is it like the cheapest accommodations for your ship or like where where do y'all keep the gd hoopty so this is after we've started working for the deep institute the deep cultures deep, institute deep cultures Institute. this is at some other because m- yeah dr j pepper is with us this is true so we have a little more money and we have a better ship coming. So I would like to think that as run down and beat up looking as the GD is, we have splurged for a nicer spot. It's like, Our tax return came in, and we're going to treat ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) So, you all have treated yourselves, and um, you are are not in the uh, steerage dock, um, or steerage port. Uh, You all are in... Oh, goodness. Um... You're in the general admittance area of the uh, space dock, uh, in in the spaceport. And um, given that area, it has opened you up to a whole new world of clientele, uh, which is where uh, these Gorin have found you. Um, They approached you... um, kind of knowing the reputation of the the crew of the GD Hoopty. And they have commissioned you to take them to the Diaspora, which is an asteroid belt in the uh, Pact World system. So you're not doing any major drift travel. Doesn't seem to be anything harrowing. It just seems to be a, a nice trip where you are ferrying passengers from Absalom Station to the Diaspora. Did they approach uh, Navu for the transportation, or...? Um, I believe that um, you all received a, a communication, uh, a comms from, uh, from them. Uh, just to the ship itself, not addressed to anyone specific. In fact, there's a, a form that I think that gets filled out when they're trying to commission a, a, a passenger trip. Do, do y'all use a broker to do this? Do y'all do this on your own? What, what, what do you think happens? We're space Uber. 
No. That's <laughs> what it sounds like. We've moved up because we used to have to just grab anyone walking by. Need a ride? Need it's a, a gig ride? economy. Need a ride? Nice. Except it's called Space Hub. Space Hub. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Awesome. So, um, yeah, they uh, you got pinged by uh, Space Hub, and uh, they uh, they give you the details of you know you'll be meeting them at this day on uh, this beautiful Tuesday in space at Absalom Station, and uh, you'll be ferrying them from um, Absalom Station to the Diaspora. Diaspora is a little bit general, though. So the, the note was a little bit cryptic. It was a little bit imprecise. And uh, the fee was an estimated fee that uh, Space Hub projected. Uh, they gave an estimate of about 500 credits. Okay. Seems reasonable to just head to the diaspora and back. Nothing said and back. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. saying. Down, but... I'm just saying. Are we never coming back? The the trip was marked as round trip. Okay. That's an important distinction. How about this? Uh, a has ha, have we gotten any jobs come in? I'm feeling a little bored. Other than the the newest uh, communique from Space Hub. What are the details on that? Do we have like a contact name or something? Yes, uh, there's a the communication from someone named Furthen. Okay. And uh, just that you'll be picking them up in the uh, general port. They'll meet you at Carol G5. Cool. Is it time? It can be time. Do y'all want it to be time? I think the yeah. only thing that Thrawny would do would get, be go through and token spell the hell out of the passenger area. <laughs> All right. Yep. You you definitely spend your time um, cleaning and making sure that uh, the passenger area is tidy, though those rust stains are pretty pesky. Knock on the bathroom door. Uh, Dr. Joe, is, is this going to be clean enough for passengers and, like, open for use? <laughs> the the bathroom door opens and I'm like sitting on the toilet reading with my feet kicked up against the wall. I'm like, yeah, I don't see why not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, are you are you bringing somebody home? <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. No, no, we have our first. Space hub clients. Oh, no, oh, okay. It's an opportunity for you to interview people for your next book as we travel. That's true. 
just trying to help out. Okay. Short thing. The can is ready to go. <laughs> and I'll head up to the bridge. <laughs> I'll stay in the bathroom and read until someone kicks me out. <laughs> oh, Dr. Joe. What else needs to happen? I mean, this is uh, on, on you, on, on how detailed you'll want to be before you get to uh, Carol G5. Does the manifest say how many passengers? Uh, the manifest reads uh, three, uh, the species Gorin, uh, sapling, and uh, they do list names, Furthen, Bluespruce, and uh, Mad uh, Madrin. Furthen, Madrin, and... Bluespruce. Bluespruce. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm going to be able to interpret my handwriting and attempt at spelling later. Uh, <laughs> I know, well, it, to help Thrani with the cleaning, Navu's actually probably been setting up um, some of their extra lights. Mm -hmm. They're like UV lights. Nice. For the passengers. Because the saplings are smaller than they are. Right. Because for our listeners and maybe viewers, um, Navu is actually a Gorin Oakling, if I'm remembering the subtype correctly. You are, because I had to check that. <laughs> <laughs> no, the saplings are tiny. They are weak. I did not, I did not want that. to be a baby Groot Solarian. <laughs> no one would see you coming. Baby Groot. Yes, but imagine trying to, like, pick up an axe. <laughs> um, right. So, um, after preparing the cabin and setting up a lovely space for them to have some respite on your, your voyage and your journey, you all, uh, make your way, uh, to Carol, G5, to wait for your space hub arrivals. So you make it into Absalom Station um, with no problems. At this point, they are very well familiar with the hoop and some of the crew there. You know, uh -huh, uh -huh, thank you. Here's our spot. Please clean up after yourselves. And um, you know, they they just make way for you. Um, and you know, they're you know, the normal bustle of the uh, spaceport is going on. You hear the different motors running, the lifters and hydraulics hissing, and the hustle and bustle of, of people and passengers and captains uh, moving here and there with random announcements going on and off. It's a, a, a chaos, but a very comfortable chaos that uh, you all are fairly familiar with and able to kind of work around. As you are in the port, uh, you get a notification that uh, your fare is about five minutes away. This feels like the opposite of how the app works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Normally it's the those waiting that are like, your driver is five minutes away. This is uh, engineered so that uh, the the hub itself is static, whereas your passengers are the ones who are mobile. <laughs> that would make sense. 
you know, designated pickup areas. Everybody has them now. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yep, yours is, uh, the general hub. Uh, or the general Carol area for passenger travel. Uh, so you're, you're there waiting, uh, five minutes, four minutes, three minutes, two, and then, um, you see a, a small grouping of, um, excited looking, um, uh, small Goran saplings. Um, they're chittering amongst themselves, um, their arms waving and pointing and looking, and um, you may even see one, like, trying to narrate into their comms device um, what all they're, they're experiencing. Um, you, you get the feeling that uh, that narration is going live to the infosphere as, as you're watching them. Are you saying we're picking up a trio of baby Groot social media influencers? Yeah, influencers. This is awesome. At least one of them. <laughs> oh, goodness. Do That's... I recognize the one who looks like an influencer? Oh, um, yeah. Roll culture. <laughs> There's a role for that. There is a role for that. Ooh. That's an 11. That's a 24. Nice. Uh, Dr. Joe. I, I feel like Dr. Joe is really on the pulse. Fucking plugged of, in. Of, of, of the emphosphere. Um, not only to make sure that their brand is being represented um, in a well thought of manner. Um, <laughs> hashtag we are not sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Um, oh, <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Um... But also to scope out any um, competition, um, and um, this this person, um, you you kind of, how do you check the infosphere? Um, sorry, I mean tongue fall. Um, I I mean I assume I have some sort of like phone ish equivalent that I frequently use yeah you have a like you have a, a, a communications device uh, of yeah. sorts um it can be whatever format you would like for dr joe pepper yeah i think that at my home i have like probably a, a nice setup but like on the on the road uh yeah just like my comms device yep um and a virtual screen kind of appears and um you see you're you're searching for feeds in the um in the uh, Absalom Station uh, general boarding carol spaces, and uh, you find this feed from uh, Blue Spruce uh, being uh, uh, displayed wide, and you don't really recognize them. Um, they have a few like reactions to what's going on. There's some subtle chat going on, but. By and far, they are not recognizable. Ah, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have to be the most famous person on this ship. Awesome. Perfect. They are um, the, the group, uh, I'm going to call them a grove, uh, are arriving towards your ship. Um, and um, they they see they notice the hoopty and um, 
they they immediately they kind of all wave at you and they scurry forward. I step behind Nabu just a little. <laughs> Does Nabu have the captain's post? <laughs> and I cast <laughs> charming veneer because it's what I do. Hey, greetings, saplings. Hello, hi. Thank you so much for having us and taking us on this wonderful voyage. It's our pleasure. Where are we taking you? Well, we're going to the diaspora. Uh, I don't remember what details. Furthen, uh, what did you put in the post? Um, not, not too many details. This is going to be a moving target. That's a little hard to navigate towards. I'm so sorry. Uh, we're trying to get onto one of the uh, asteroids in the diaspora, but this one moves kind of quickly. Its right. motion is a little unpredictable. Perhaps you can work with our navigator and pilot, Thrani, to um, nail down which particular asteroid is our target? One of the uh, Goran saplings, not the one who is live streaming all of their uh, interactions. Uh, another one is head like down into their comms device and looks very concerned, just constant concerned face on. Uh, and that's the one who was responding to Blue Spruce. They look up for a second, a little bit agog at actually having to be taken out of their uh, space. Just taking them out of their space, and uh, they are, um, they look up at Thrawny and goes, Oh! Uh, well, I can work with anyone. Yep. Further than looks up. Yep. Uh, so, Thrawny, is it? Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Have you heard of the Wandering Asteroid? I rolled a 22, so I'm going to assume yes. You have heard mention of it as one of the most difficult to approach landing spots in the diaspora. This asteroid is called Valgab, mm -hmm. and uh, it, its trajectory changes as it moves pretty quickly uh, through uh, an orbit around the diaspora. Generally, spacefarers and pilots are discouraged from uh, approaching and landing on this asteroid. Okay, I'm subtly casting <laughs> Charming Veneer on myself, and I'm going to bluff a little bit. Okay. Whew, it's a 13. Uh... Yeah, I've heard of it. I may have seen it once or twice. Never landed. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. Furthen gives you a very skeptical look. I'm sure. I, I understand. I've never written about him in my travel blog, so there'd be no way to know. I totally get it. Um, Blue Spruce looks up, 
Do you have a travel blog? Oh, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> uh, totally. But posed with them. I'm like, yeah. And Blue Spurs walks right past Dr. JP <laughs> to do this. I have a TV show. So. <laughs> and a book. Multiple books. <laughs> Just something to think about. Sorry. And I like pull out my own book and start reading my own book <laughs> with my own face on the cover of it. Madrin, who uh, has been walking up through the, um, coming up through the rear of the, the group, um, looks at Dr. JP and um, kind of nods and says, cool, I like people who are productive. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I like push my glasses up. So, oh, I love these saplings. They're so them. sassy. Yes. Sapling doesn't mean they're like children, right? No. No. Okay, because I, I was like, that sounded flirty, but I'm like, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean children. They're, they're two different like subcategories of Gorin. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like high elf versus wood elf. Okay, cool. Then I can then I can be flirty. All right. Yes. <laughs> like, like, in theory, you could safely be flirty. I was like, pump the fucking brakes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a hard line about flirting with children. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. Cool. My understanding is a sapling can turn into an oakling That's by making the choice in. Was it 2d8 days? Uh, weeks. Weeks. In 2d8 weeks. So, I mean, who knows what could happen after they meet Dr. Cho. <laughs> <laughs> they decide to go through puberty to be <laughs> an Oakling. No, the, yeah, so the physiology is that um, it takes a Gorn up to 20 years to be able to uh, asexually reproduce. And then it takes several days for that um, their progeny to form. Um, if they, if that um, uh, person decides to um, take a longer time, then they turn from a sapling into an oakling. But it is up to the circumstances around them um, growing and uh, what's going on with them. And they can choose to remain a sapling or become an oakling. So, quick question, um, being the space scientist that I am, mm -hmm. what what do I know with the 21 about, if there's anything I can help Thrani with about knowing about this asteroid? Yeah, I think that you can assist um, with trajectory planning, and so um, you can give him um, a uh, an assist bonus on uh, the piloting checks. Okay. And um, Navi would actually look down at Blue Spurs and just kind of like put their hand on Thrani's shoulder after they take their selfie. Mm -hmm. Oh no, wait, it, it was Furthen that was being sassy. Yeah, Furthen was being sassy. I think that we can get you there between the two of us. Space travel is rather my profession or my vocation rather. Well, I sure hope so. Your Space Hub profile shows that you're prolific travelers. 
I'm also a scientist. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think we have links in her profile to her research documents. You never know when. <laughs> We're all about self-promotion. <laughs> Drop your handles and chat. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Joe's been working on us. There's like a master class. <laughs> New marketing classes every Friday afternoon. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, shall we? Um, well, after y'all. I start heading towards this ship. <laughs> um, Medrin already, like, after pa talking with Dr. JP, uh, went on board, um, and, um, Blue Spruce was just busy, like, filming everything, and just capturing the moments as they were happening, trying to solicit selfies and, uh, video, like, almost one-on-one -on -one interviews um, as you all prepare to, to leave uh, the spaceport. And um, Furthen observed and waited until they were the last ones to board the ship. Okay. Uh, so you all get aboard the GD Hoopty. Yeah, I think as soon as Thrawny's on board, they're going to find a private space in our, our communal bedroom area, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. space, <laughs> and use their uh, harrow deck to cast Augury, Okay, because that's what they do. And let's roll percentage. The chance of success, successfully receiving a meaning roof, meaningful reply is 75%. That's correct. And you make the roll, not me. <laughs> um, I'm going to do it off fantasy grounds because I don't know how to make my rolls private. While you're rolling, I want the record to show that my cat is so blissed out, she's drooling on me. <laughs> uh, so what is Thrawny's question? If it doesn't succeed, I get, you get nothing. nothing. Yep. So I just assume it works and it's not bad. So as far as I'm concerned, good to go. <laughs> yes, it is good to go. So, um, who is showing the, um, the Gorn around the ship to where they are staying? Navu will. Okay. So, um, the, the saplings all kind of, uh, converge into an area in the hallway and, um, Blue Spruce is, uh, <laughs> documenting everything, every part of it. The um, row of saplings is in the, the middle of the hallway. I feel like with moving slightly up in the world, we've replaced the um, guest couch. Okay. 
with something that's actually bolted down? The couch was bolted down. We made sure. I, I remember it not being bolted down. Not well bolted down. <laughs> we made sure everything was bolted and there were seat belts, as I recall. <laughs> <laughs> or restraints. Whatever. So Navu would lead them over to the couch where they set up the lights mm -hmm. and um, where the reading material is, some of it a little bit more updated. Okay. Because they're if they're doing the space hub thing, you know, I, the things you do for more stars. I imagine the majority of the books are Dr. JP's books. <laughs> yeah. And you have to fight her to make sure that any other material gets in. <laughs> oh, Neva will just purposefully, like, if something goes missing, is going to find it. Yeah. And it's just like, we agreed, your books will be here as well, but they are not the only books. As long as there's no competitor's books, I'm fine. So it becomes this passive-aggressive push and pull of new material showing <laughs> up and some material just disappearing uh sometimes I like how you think navu's reading self-help books <laughs> <laughs> oh no dr jp writes books on all sorts of topics oh everything you can imagine i don't think dr jp writes anything in the vein of like neil degrasse i think that dr jp wrote on the birth of stars <laughs> but actually used it as metaphors for uh, some psycho psychological uh, interactions. Uh, yeah, which is probably the book that keeps disappearing of <laughs> Dr. JP. That book won three awards. <laughs> that book is also factually inaccurate. I can't tell but that book has emotions. <laughs> but it is not about the birth of stars. But it's about how the birth of stars can can symbolize the birth of of, of a new life, the birth of 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 of, of, of it's well, it's about midlife crises, but you know, <laughs> it's about how it can signify just a new path, a new journey in one's life. Was it? It must like, be why it continues to return like a bad penny. Was it inspired? I get compared by to that a lot. Um, no, I wrote it before. I'm. I, I, I've only. I'm. I haven't released a new book since I've been oh. journeying. <laughs> uh, depending on how long it's been, I guess. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> a while, a while, or how long? I don't know. Um, I'll let y'all determine. A month? Do we want to roll a d one, a d ten, and see how many weeks? <laughs> Let's do a d twelve for how many months? Go for it. Okay. Who's rolling? Somebody roll. That's a d20 and that didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> seven, oh, okay. Two and seven, so let's, let's say nine. It's been nine months, you made a baby. <laughs> um, and that baby came in the form of this book. This book, yes. Um, I, I, yeah, I say, well, I haven't been able to go on a on a book tour uh, yet, but I do, I, my, I'm getting edits back. But uh, no, I wrote this one a couple of years ago. I met a, I met a, uh, you know, uh, I'm Googling <laughs> Starfinder aliens. I met an Astrozoan a couple of years ago. Uh, 
and uh, they, I know, you know, their, their their partner was telling me they were buying new vehicles and they were um, doing their. Uh, <laughs> what do astrosomans look like? Oh, they are the best for this because. Uh, oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> And they can um, take on the form of anything, really. <laughs> they were, they were, uh, you know, putting different colored contacts in the eyes that are on their tentacles, and they, they, they were just trying to look younger. And I, and I thought, oh, it's a rebirth. We don't have to look at this as a bad thing. Uh, yeah. It's a long Major story. Major Tom would think. Yeah. Uh, roll a D four, Mackenzie. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie Wilkes, who knows shit nothing about <laughs> alien races. Roll a four. So, and roll one more d4. Okay. <laughs> a two. Okay, so you have four book drafts. Okay. Two of which you have at the publishers right now. Amazing. One of those was about your experience with the crew of the GD Hoopty um, in the in the Burning Archipelago. Um, the rest are whatever topics that you desire. Yeah, I feel like I'm starting a series with uh, it's like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy esque series about my my adventures with the crew of the GD Hoopty, and so the first one of those um, uh, called Kisses of Fire. Uh, is uh, is, is uh, uh, Dr. Joe Pepper's Guide to the Galaxy, Kisses, Volume One, Kisses of Fire, is uh, with the publisher, and then um, and then the, yeah, the second one is um, how to grapple with uh, art- how to grapple with artificial life and like how to how to cohabitate with uh, with artificial beings, and uh, I'll think of the other ones. Nice. Okay, uh, what, what, what would be a good snappy title for the grappling with uh, AI? Grappling with um, um, A and I. <laughs> no. I. I want a good subtitle for this. Grappling with um, existential reality, or no wait, coexistence and artificial. Co- coexistence with artificial intelligence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you have uh, shown your grove to their couch and um, their their radiant lamps as you all uh, make way for navigation. Yes. Thrani, do you want some assistance plotting the course? Uh, absolutely. I would love that. Okay, um, so um, Steph, if you want to roll uh, physical science uh, to assist, um, then we can uh, see if that makes. That is 19, 19 with your uh, plus six to the 13. Um, that is perfect. You are definitely able to assist uh, plugging in some coordinates and uh, doing the fine mathematical tuning that is required to uh, plot a course to Valgab. So Thrani, why don't you roll a piloting check? With a plus two for the assistance? With a plus two to your already hefty bonus. Well, thank goodness. That's a (laughs) 30-20. 
dirty 20. A dirty 20 will do it. Um, so you plot your course and um, you uh, start heading towards the diaspora. The uh, journey there is, um, well, it's fairly boring. Um, Furthen remains on the couch, ensconced in writing and uh, research. Uh, doesn't look at the bookshelf at all. Doesn't look at really anyone else at all. And uh, has a perma purse on their face, just kind of tight and wound. Um, Blue Spruce gets up immediately and starts walking all about the ship. Wherever you have allowed them to go, they are going. And sometimes they'll knock on doors, excuse me, where they are not allowed to go. And uh, they're filming absolutely everything. Uh, Madrin goes straight for the bookshelf and pulls out one of Dr. Joe Pepper's books, A and I, Grappling with Co-Artificial Existence. That's one of my upcoming releases, isn't it? I think that you've probably put drafts of all of your books. Yeah, I was about to say, this is, a, this is an early draft of the book. <laughs> but you, you've like, um, it's probably not printed pages, probably like a tablet and um, it's uh, pristine looking, but you've made sure to label it as draft copy. Yeah. And I think it's even labeled premier draft copy. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so uh, Madrin uh, sits on the couch uh, next to Furthen. They don't appear to be very chummy. They're kind of collegial in a way, but not close. You don't get a sense that anyone really in this grove has any strong connection to one another. Hmm. Well, I'm busy piloting, so yep. I've got no, <laughs> no time for this. So um, if we want to speed time, we can speed time and uh, make our way to the diaspora. Um, Nevu does want to ask, because it was Furthen, if I correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. who had mentioned wanting to find this specific asteroid. Yes. Um, I'm curious as to why you want to visit this asteroid. I'm sorry, was there a detailed explanation portion of the uh, space hub request that I neglected to fill out? It is a curiosity, nothing more. Curiosity's fine, I can appreciate that. Perhaps 200 more credits will alleviate your curiosity. Yeah, sense motive. <laughs> Some shady shit right here. Damn. <laughs> and 200 credits, not enough. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll a, roll a sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that is so freaking.
freaking perfect narratively a 10. Yeah, um, they are being very straightforward. Uh, you get a sense that uh, Furthen is no nonsense and doesn't want you in their business. I'm here, I was trying to make friends with the NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nabu would just kind of blink at the offer of money, turn around, and walk away. I hope Agle <laughs> jumps in on this because. We don't walk away from money. <laughs> um, funny enough, with all of these NPCs on board, A-Hole seems to be very preoccupied. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the DM doesn't want to do four NPCs in a scene. Lots of time talking to yourself. What? I have no idea. Maybe one of my NPCs is stuck in a book and not going to talk that much either. Who <laughs> <laughs> It's a really good book, so... It is the best book. Um, thank you all so much for uh, participating today. I'm so sorry about all of the technical issues. We will hopefully have this all worked out the next time we meet. Um, but until then, um, let us sign off. Uh, let's start with Mackenzie. Yeah, uh, I'm Mackenzie. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Mackenzie Wilkes. And uh, every other Saturday I'm here hanging out. And um, pretty soon we're going to be getting back into, uh, we're hopefully going to be recording remotely, getting back into Rise of the Demigods uh, live every Wednesday night. Um, as well as I, you can catch me on the podcasts Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice, and uh, the podcast I run with my partner, Dungeon Wives. Amazing. That is so cool. Uh, and thank you. Yeah. Um, I think Steph dropped out one more time, so let's uh, go with Kelric. Hello. So I'm Kelric. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon. That's C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N. And you can find me here playing Thrawny. You can find me on Alternating Sundays playing the narrator in our Cuminary game. And I am still very much looking for a... Um, it's been so long. Humble one. And so many failures. A Humblewood game. Because I'm desperate to play. It looks so much fun. Nice. Thanks, Cal. And Steph. Hi, I'm Steph. You can find me on Twitter at Steph underscore Bard. When I'm not here rolling dice with these lovely folks, you can catch me every other Wednesday on my podcast, Film Fatales. Um, we've got a bunch of fun things coming up right now that I'm not at liberty to tease, and... Oh no! no. It is a tease! <laughs> the biggest tease ever! The internet, the internet said, don't even talk about it. Nope, <laughs> don't even think about it. Time out for you. Uh, I'm hoping that they'll announce Death Becomes Her. That becomes her is amazing. Or, but I'm Isabella Rossellini in the movie. Hmm. 
Is it Isabella Rosalini in that movie? Oh yeah. Oh, so it's so iconic. awesome. And Goldie Hawn and Meryl yes, Streep. Yes, Meryl Streep. It's so oh. good. Like that was my one of my gay awakening movies. <laughs> Steph maybe frozen, but looks very cute in this freeze frame. She, she does that a lot. Like, like when she freezes, like, it's usually an adorable pose. You know, like other people get like that. Like eh. no, <laughs> she gets adorable. <laughs> I've sent over my first draft of book titles to everyone yes. on this course. Excellent. Ah, oh, she's you're back. back. You're back. So the unmentionable title. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just have a bunch of fun stuff coming up that I'm not able to tease because they're all kind of surprises for y'all. Um, but we did just release for on April Fool's Day a takeover for our sister cast, um, What a Concept, taking over our pod, reviewing the movie Dread. Nice. nice. Very nice. Awesome. Well, thanks, Dev. And if you're not doing uh, Death Becomes Her, do Death Becomes Her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway. That's what we talked about when you were frozen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to Meg to add it to the list. <laughs> so good. All right, uh, and again, I am Kenny. You can find me on Twitter, at PunderDrone. Um, I love tweeting about social justice and podcasts and all things queer and wonderful. Um, you'll find me here every other Saturday and on Kelrick's Humanera game every other Sunday. Uh, thank you so much again for listening and taking your time. Uh, we really appreciate uh, y'all, and uh, we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more TTRPG podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we create, then you should check out Cuminera, an adventure utilizing Numenera, releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. You can easily find it and all other recent episodes of our shows on our website, experiencepoints.com. Come check out Dice to Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where we ask the hard questions like... Is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Are some creatures ethically sourced? What's the real estate value on a haunted castle? Dice Will Roll is a show where four friends team up every week to play Pathfinder 2nd Edition and be hopelessly gay the whole way through. Join Dave, KK, Ritz, and me, Derry, your mythic gender fluid GM, as we play through the Kingmaker adventure path and follow a gay human bard, a lesbian half-elf druid, and a transmask half-orc fighter on their journey to build and rule their own nation in the untamed wilderness of the Stonelands, and defend it from bandits, monsters, and wicked fae in an Arturian adventure like no other. From getting four nat ones in a row, to standing up to the darkest forces in the multiverse, Dice Will Roll is here to help you keep it rolling. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.